0: And tonight we have Miss Grady Diaz, who works for the undefeated in SB Nation, big NBA fan. How are you doing tonight in this weird year of 2020?
1: Man, I'm doing well. I'm just taking it one day at a time. That's all we can
2: do, really. Hello, Miss. Hello, Miss Grady Diaz. This is James, You're the other half of the sports dude. How, first off, how are you doing? tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. No problem. Well, the NBA season is about to kick in full gear and everyone has jumped on the Laker bandwagon and think the Lakers are going to repeat and that LeBron (laughs) James is going to get ring number five. I don't think the Lakers are repeating. My co-hosts don't think the Lakers are repeating. Do you think the Lakers are repeating? I think they have a good
1: chance, but, you know, I mean, it's so early on, I mean, with all these, with all these predictions, everybody's throwing up anything and everything, but I think that it's possible, um, I think when you have LeBron James on your side, a healthy LeBron James, shoosh sheesh, you never know what could happen, like, you never know.
0: So, last week, Kyrie Irving, you know, became a bad, bad person in the world of all media, you know, basically disrespecting and saying he was above them and calling them pawns, and he's gonna get fined a bunch of money every time he don't talk to the media. But he kind of walked back his statement st- statements today. Now I believe he walked it back because he got talked to, and because of the loss of money, and and it's just like a drunk person, right? When when someone says something when they're drunk, it's normally true. So, so do you believe that Kyrie really feels like he crossed the line? Or do you think he's just doing it to save face?
1: That's a good question. You know, I wish at times I could get into Kyrie's head, but obviously I can't. And he did get a lot of blowback, you know. Just about everybody that I can think of was just like, you know, Kyrie's wrong for this. How dare you? It, it wasn't right. It left people, a lot of people with a bad taste in their mouths. So I think, obviously, getting a lot of heat for it, he, he had to do something. And, I mean, was was it realistic for him to continue getting fined the rest of the season? I didn't think it was. I was like, there's no way he's going to continue on just getting fined 25000 every every single time I to talk to the media. I thought it would be ridiculous. And that's a lot of money that, who knows where that money's going to. And, yeah, he said he wanted to go to, you know, a good cause and all that, but... Um, I think that, you know, it's hard. I mean, I feel like at times I feel like Kyrie's misunderstood, um, but I think that he definitely had a a bad, a very bad word selection this past week. And, um, you know, he he addressed the media today, so it sounds like we'll be hearing from him, which is all that matters right now.
2: What thing. Of um, all that Kyrie has to understand is that even though he's not playing for the big team in New York, he's playing for the Nets. The Nets don't get a lot of media attention, although they'll be playing 19 national games a year. Kyrie has to understand that everything you say in New York will get, my will get, will get dissected every single time because this is the media capital of the world. Yes. One thing I need to wonder is how is the chemistry going to work? Because you saw, you saw that they were the Nets had a little something going with Dimwitty and LaFerre, and that team was so fun to watch, and now you're bringing two of the top ten players in the NBA. So how is that going to all on You know, that's a great question.
1: I am actually looking forward to seeing – KD and Kyrie cook up together but I think it's one of those situations where we won't really know for a little bit um, and we'll have to see just you know how things go but um, I'm looking forward to it uh, I, I do think that playing in New York is the hardest market to play in in the world um, for so many different reasons but Brooklyn I mean yes and like. Historically, they might have not gotten as much media coverage as the Knicks, but they are to me. They are now, um, you know, in the forefront. They're 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 New York's team, in my opinion.
0: Let's say if you were in Sarah Kustock's position, you know she's she's one of the analysts on YES Network for the Brooklyn Nets, and you know you you were t- you know. You had a choice of, do you talk to Kyrie because of what he originally said? Would you ice him out, or would you just give him the benefit of the doubt?
1: Oh, I would never ice a player out. I think that players are human, and I feel like so many people forget, you know, just because they have this NBA stardom and all this money, they forget that at the end of the day, these are humans too. Humans make mistakes. Humans talk out of turn humans say this and that and at the end of the day i think that we can there's so much we could learn from him about you know whatever he's going through or anything about his life if we allow him to talk and at the end of the day as a media member you want to get as much as much information from a player like first person source so i would never ever like ice out a player you know there have been times in my like even with me in a locker room after a game and say the team loses and somebody didn't have a good a good game I still go up to the player and ask questions and you know it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies there are times where I get one word two word answers and I'm just like wow this stinks at the end of the day this is a job and I have a job to do and this is your job so can you like in my head I say wow, I wish they could just give me a little bit more. I, I understand you had a tough game, but let's walk through it. Let's, let's talk about it. And um, I find that to be a very uh, frustrating thing when players do not talk. Uh, it, it, it's hard to do your job. So, But, you know, at the end of the day, no, I wouldn't hold it against him because, you know, if I do, that means I'm, I'm not, number one, I'm not able to do my job, so what, what's the
2: point? One um, the, of um, the, the team's interest that is going to be compelling to watch is the Los Angeles Clippers. Um they lost third day, blew a 3-1 series lead to the Denver Nuggets, they re-signed Paul George to a max contract. Um, of Ko islander does have that option hanging there um, how do you think the clippers are going to respond because you they just saw the lakers win the championship and even though for brooklyn they could probably make a claim to be new york basketball team the clippers have it much harder to be la's team yeah the clippers i feel
1: like it's always hard to be in la as, as a clipper like you know, like when you think of Los Angeles, it's Lakers, 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 purple and gold all the way. But I think, you know, I think the Clippers have many pieces in Paul George, Leonard, Ibaka, Beverly, Lou Williams. Can You know, I feel like a lot of these guys can make stuff happen. But, I, I mean, when it comes to beating the Lakers, it's going to be, I think, very difficult every single time. So I, I don't, I don't, To be honest, I don't see them winning a championship anytime soon, although I would love for them to prove me wrong. You know, I thought it was – I saw a lot of commentary on Paul George's contract, and, you know, people were like, oh, my gosh, like, the the Clippers are probably making a mistake by giving him, you know, that contract. But we'll just have to – we'll have to wait and see. You know, numbers never lie. So he's going to have to really show up every single day if he wants to compete for a championship,
0: as, as does Kawhi and everybody else on that team. Kim A. became the general manager of the Miami Marlins last month, make, making her the first woman in at least North American sports to be the GM of a professional sports team. And a couple Saturdays ago, Sarah Fuller became the first woman to play in a Power 5 conference. And this past Saturday, she kicked two extra points. Being the first to do that, you know, and so, you know, and what's your thoughts on women breaking barriers in the sports world?
1: You know, to be honest, um, I'm not surprised. I think, you know, women are incredible. I think women can do whatever they set their minds to. And I think a lot of these things are long overdue. You know, can she has worked in the MLB for thirty years. She started off at the age of I think twenty one as an intern holding a radar gun for the for the white fox. So she's literally worked her way up and has committed so much time to be where she is today. So to see her, you know, as a as a woman of color, you know, shatter a feeling is so awesome, you know, especially for me and, and all women. And I would say, you know, Sarah Fuller, like, super, like, that news was super dope to see, you know, to see a woman, you know, suit up um, and play football. <laughs> and, you know, I think that it's always so inspiring. And at the end of the day, it just shows women and young girls that we can do anything. And we, we should be in these spaces that are, you know, usually – male dominated every day i you know i work in a space that's male dominated in you know in the sports industry and you see it i mean going into a locker room i'm usually one of only three women sometimes and that is very eye-opening and it just shows me that we have a long way to go and to hear that so many of these things are still first kind of bothers me i'm just like wow it's 2020 but we still have so much
2: work to do we, yeah, I agree with everything you said and I think that even though we have come a long way there's still a lot of work left to be done and hopefully that we can pave the way because it shouldn't just be the first. It should be normalized. We should normalize women in sports. Like, and, I, and me and Nick truly believe that from the bottom of our hearts that women can do anything they set their mind to whether in broadcasting, analysts, even playing football. Even playing Absolutely. football, that's that's something that we are very prideful in our mission of women in sports. That, that that's our that's our picture. That's always been that's always been our goal is to make sure that women are in sports and normalize that because that's something that we are passionate about. Absolutely, and that's, that's amazing. It's 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 so
1: important for women to have the support of men. You know, it, it means so much to us. It's encouraging, and it's like I feel like we we all need each other. So why can't we all help each other win?
0: I agree. It's one you know, but also the sad part too about stuff like this, right? You get you get the stupid comments, people wishing that a three hundred pound man goes tackle on the Sarah, somehow proving a point where a woman shouldn't do this. You know, you get some 50 plus year old guy coming at Maria Maria Taylor for wearing a shirt that shows shows her shoulders. You know, you get you get people coming at at women for what they post on their Instagram. You know, you know, even, even, even though it has no effectability of what they do at their job. So, when you go out or when you post anything social, do you... Does that make you think, oh, maybe I should wear something that's not revealing and that's just super professional? And do you hate that it's never a second thought when any lawyer or professional athlete or any man, you know, he, he can kind of wear what, it, what he wants and not get com- commented on it? That's a
1: great question. So, you know, personally... I I feel like I post whatever I feel that's within reason. And you know what? At times, if it's during the summer, and I'm in a, by a pool or on the beach, like, what do you wear? You wear a bathing suit, right? right. So why can't I wear my bathing suit? So yeah, I, there have been times, yes, I have posted myself in a bathing suit, and there are times where I'm posting myself in full-on sweat sneakers, sweatshirt, and I feel... I feel confident. I feel respected every in whatever I wear because I carry myself in a way where I demand respect. And if you don't respect me, we cannot be in the same space. We cannot That's be true. friends. Like that. It's just like we're not gonna work and we're not gonna vibe. So I feel like I feel like women should be able to post whatever they want. Um, you know, and I think every, and it goes just thinking about, you know, bodies, and everybody's made differently, and why can't you love yourself, no matter what you look like, and, and, you know, maybe I work really hard, and maybe I'm trying, maybe I'm, I'm working really hard to lose, for instance, maybe 10 pounds, and maybe if I go to the beach next month, I want to show myself with, you know, and show off everything that I just worked really hard for, you know, cause I had to eat right. I had to work out once or twice a day. And I think that, you know, nobody really knows your intentions and nobody really knows everything about you. So I think that, uh, I think that every woman should feel empowered to post whatever they want. You know, people are going to judge regardless. Right. But I just feel like, um, you know, with my page, personally, I I don't post a lot of uh, bathing suit pictures, but I do have some because at the end of the day, I like to go to the beach. It's one of my favorite places in the world. I'm, my family's from the Caribbean, so we're just naturally by the water, and it is what it is. So honestly, I, I hate that there are women in my field who constantly have to deal with comments about what they wear, if they're they're showing a shoulder or not. I think that's ridiculous. I think we need to judge women based off of, just like you're going to judge a man based off of his quality of work,
2: period. I agree. And you also get people in the field, too, that criticize women in the field, especially guys like Jason Whitlock and Clay Travis, who are in the field and they have the right to criticize women. And it's... It's very awful that people in the field are like put that as women and that also needs to stop. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's probably
1: one of the worst things because at the end of the day we are we work in the same industry and we're essentially colleagues and it's a very the sports world is very small, so we're likely to see each other at an event or at a game. So why why you know get those twitter fingers and say all these things when you might not even say that to my face you know what i mean so i just I, i'm everybody is entitled to their opinion and i think it's so important for people to you know tell tell me how you really feel that's fine so as long as i know where you stand and i can you know act accordingly but it it really it really stinks when i see men in my field still on the same nonsense you're just like have you not like learned (laughs) you know why would you dig yourself that hole if you don't have to but here they are continuing to just spew that you know that hate
0: that's that's a even greater point too right because if if joe from montana who's 33 single lives in his mom's basement you know, and and the mom does everything for him, right? She drives him to the mall. She she cooks him dinner. She does his laundry. She does everything. And he has eight followers on Twitter. And 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 he sees Jason Whitlock or someone who's in the who works for ESPN. You know, saying, oh, why why is Tony Collin dressed like that? Why is Maria Taylor dressed like that? You know. Then, then, the, then he's gonna say, "Okay, if they're saying it, it it obviously means I can say it with my with my low following, you know, or you know, and it's just it's just wrong, you know." If if let's say Stephen A. Smith, if if he could chill by the pool, shirtless with his bathing suit, and and get, oh, nice look, bro, nice tan, did you work out? very very cool oh tell tell us about the NBA, but if you did that, they'll be all who are, who are you trying to look up for? what are you trying to do et cetera, et cetera and and that's just wrong. it has you know nothing to do with with what your takes are it's just it's just so unfair and unfortunately, it's probably never going to change, and that's the sad part.
1: Absolutely. And I advise anybody who's listening to this podcast, especially if you're a male, stay away from comments like that because you can ruin your career very early on by just saying something crazy. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to be that person that people know just because they made a sexist comment. Like that is just shooting yourself in the foot. So do not do it. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it.
2: It's crazy too because you always have like especially if you make comments where it's like, Oh, um, I'm gonna say this and then years later you, you know how catch culture is, they're gonna dig up every comment you made. They're gonna be like, Oh yeah, he said this comment from like twelve years ago That's why Herman was always says, Don't press Don't press send Um thinking <laughs> Sticking to the NBA, um, another another, key, another team to really keep an eye on is the Miami Heat. This team was a fifth seed and went all the way to the NBA Finals. What are your expectations for the Miami Heat? Ooh, that's
1: a great question. Miami Heat are actually down to the Pelicans right now by seven points. But I think that the Miami Heat are absolutely a team to watch out for again. And you know, to, to lose where they did last season—it's just they are coming back with a vengeance. They, are gonna, they like when you when you get that close, you're <laughs> that stings. So I think that I think that they're gonna. They're, I think they gonna have a good season, especially because they know how far they can go and they know that they're good. Um,
2: so I'm I'm excited to see them. What about you guys? I'm excited to see the Heat, especially because he got every got everyone um, basically back. Jimmy Butler got yep. something to prove. I think I think Jimmy Butler's emerging as a superstar, and he's not getting enough credit. He has been called a locker room cancer, and that he was this, he was that. But look at look look at the way look at him, um, Jimmy Butler now, man. He's finally getting the. Respect and recognition, he's so lightly deserved. Taking the team basically with, um, with what, like rook- rookies? Rookies? Um, you're taking the team like rookies and first year players and people like, that, and making people like Damma, Badium, get a contract extension. And he just fits the He culture. He literally fits the Miami Heat culture. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what, um, Pat Riley has that in them and you gotta give Pat Riley all the credit in the world. I think that's a team that they are the Eastern Conference champs and that's a team they need to look out for. If it's
0: Brooklyn Nets and Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, I would not be shocked. I think you get a lot of stars. What
1: about my Celtics? Oh, yeah, you're a Celtics fan? Oh. <laughs> Sorry I... to interrupt but I... How are you not going to acknowledge
0: the Celtics over here? I I I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics can get to the playoffs. They 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 can get to the second round of the playoffs. You know, but but do you th- do you feel confident that they would beat the Heat or the Brooklyn
1: Nets? Uh, yes, I, I do. I do think
0: that they can. Ooh, why?
1: Okay. But continue on your thought. I feel like I
2: cut you off a little bit. Um, Continue your thoughts, Nick. They
0: they just have incredible star power, right? You got Kevin Durant. You got Kyrie. You got Dimwitty. You got Joel Harris. You got LaVert. That's a very, very good starting five just right there. And then you got Jimmy Butler. You got Tyler Hero. You got Bam. You know, they already had a finals run. They they know what to expect now. Um, you know, the the Celtics, right, they have a star in Jason Tatum. They they have a couple other guys, you know, they got they got two huge question marks with Tristan Thompson and skinny, super skinny taco fall, you know, if if someone big runs into him is is he gonna get hurt, you know? Uh, you know. Maybe, maybe that's why Shaq was so good. Because he, cause he had a lot of meat to protect him over there. And uh, so, I think the Celtics could be a top 3-4 seed in the East. Um, You know, also they did lose Hayward. So that hurts. Because if Hayward stays healthy, he's going to do good. So, you know, the Hornets could get to the playoffs. Who knows? But at, at the end of the day also, too. You know, if, if it's, let's say, Brooklyn that're Heat in the finals against the Lakers, Clippers, Mavs, or Warriors, I don't think anyone from the East is beating any one of those teams. So, I I guess it's just battling for the East, right? So, yeah, you get to lose to the better team.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no love for yourself because I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. now look, um we we had someone on yesterday and we asked her who also is a Celtics fan and carries kind of the Celtics and she's like she's also not feeling how the Celtics are gonna be this year because a lot of teams got better and I mean, I know Brooklyn has chemistry issues that they're going to probably work on, and the Heat are still the Heat on. Another team we probably forgot to mention, what about the Milwaukee Bucks? What do you, you, you think about that team? Ooh, you know, I think
1: the Milwaukee Bucks, I don't, I, I just don't see them going that far. I mean, of course, Giannis is a heck of a player, um, but I just, I mean, and of course they added Drew Holiday, and they have Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, but I just, I don't see them going that far, to be honest. I think, I don't see Giannis going far until he leaves Milwaukee, quite frankly. Um, what do
0: you guys think? I 100% agree uh, with you. I think the Bucks are overrated. You know, they basically have... <laughs> One super really talented guy, you know, and and the rest of the guys are drinking the Michael Jordan juice, you know, in Space Jam, and it, it's water, man. It's running out, you know. I mean, they, you know, their 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 owner probably has a better jump shot than half the guys on the team, you know. He he plays in the celebrity game, you know. You know Mark Lazzari, you know he, you know he's old, but he can shoot though, you know. You put him in 25 feet, he'll get his points.
2: But, but,
0: but Giannis can't do everything by himself, you know, he's not, he's, he's not playing 48 minutes a game, you know, even, even, even in 72 games, right, he's, he's probably only playing 52, 53 games, you know, and then, and then, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, and, and and this is not a knock because I thought it was much needed, but maybe he'll be more into a protest than playing actual basketball, um, and just you know he th- th- there's not enough of him out there. you know maybe he needs to have all his brothers join him. I don't know, but he needs to go get paid. He needs to go to, go to a better team. And if I'm honest, I leave because, because the bucks got him all those pieces just so he could stay. So imagine if you gave all those picks for nothing. not only would that piss the bucks off, it, it could get him to the west. If you're Giannis, you got to get to the West because if he joins if he joins the Warriors or the Lakers or somewhere else, that it's over. Um, imagine if you have Steph Curry, Giannis, and Klay Thompson on one team who's beating that team. Not even LeBron and Kawhi would beat that team. You know, so that that's where Giannis got to go. LeBron went to chase the rings. KD okay, went to chase the rings. Giannis, you need to go to chase the
2: rings. I got, a I got three possible destinations for Giannis. I got the Golden State Warriors. If he goes to the Warriors with a returning Klay Thompson, that's the team to look out for. I also got the Miami Heat because if you put Giannis on a team with Jimmy Butler and those shooters, it's with Bam Adebayo. It's over. Good luck winning, KD and Kyrie. It's over. You not winning. not. <laughs> a, a sleeper team? I mean, I know this. I know you're probably not going to think why this team, but I, I love the Raptors. I think the Raptors. The Raptors are very well run. I think, and I plus Giannis really loves, loves Canada. He's very international. And I think, I think Toronto could be a team, too, that I could see him as well. So but most likely if he leaves, I think the Warriors would be the team that I could see him most joining because you put him on the team that has two of the best shooters that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Two. true. Sure. Sure. Uh, now, speak, speaking of the NBA, you you, you got your bottom-beating teams, you know, you, you got the Bulls, you got the Knicks. You got got the Cavaliers. Um, Out of those three bottom feeders, who's going to be, I guess, the better of the bottom feeders? Like, who do you see the most improvement out of those teams? Ooh, that's a hard
1: question. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. That's a great question. You know one of them.
0: You know who one of them is.
2: Cool. Hey, The New York Knicks. I want Knicks. her to answer.
0: The New York let,
2: Knicks. Let, 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 she... Oh, I, I, I didn't know, I, I didn't, I didn't know that she, she had to change her voice to a guy.
1: Let her answer the damn question. The Knicks, I mean, the Knicks will be interesting to watch what they They added Austin Rivers. Uh, they have RJ. They have Poppin'. Um... I think they will be interesting to watch, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. Are they going to win more games? I, I. just. I don't know. Um, the Knicks, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's going to take a lot for the Knicks to to become a team that we really and truly start to talk about with like the greatest amount of respect, and that's unfortunate um, because again, they are in they're, they're in New York City, the Mecca, and man, they've been unfortunately kind of a joke for
2: years and 20 plus years man. I
1: mean 20 plus years, years right so I just think that, like I mean sure they could have a, a decent season but it's, I don't think it's going to be great to be honest and if, if they're great man I would be so wrong but I just don't see it like who does right
2: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 that's
0: so fantastic. Wait wait, wait 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 wait
2: wait 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 wait. my question? What about the Cavs or the Bulls? Mm, I mean, I feel like the Cavs haven't been relevant
1: since LeBron left. <laughs> um, the Bulls. I mean, they still have Zach, which I thought he might be gone soon. Um, Otto Porter. I mean, they've made a few changes this year, but I mean, are they going to be, are we going to really be talking about them this season? I don't, I kind of don't think so. I, and I thought they just, just waved Noah, Noah Bronley, they just waved him. I guess he tested positive and then they decided to waive him, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's that time of season where they're going to do those final, final roster cuts soon and all that.
2: I mean, one of the, one of the fun rookies that, that's going to be fun to watch is going to be uh, LaMelo Ball, man. Yes. That guy's going to be fun. That guy is going to be so much fun. I mean, he, he, he was daggling people yesterday. I mean, between him and Obi, you, I think those are the top two rookies of the year. What do you think? So, number
1: one, I 1,000% 1, agree with you with LaMelo Ball man that young man can pass and seeing him create opportunities for his teammate on Saturday was so nice to see. Although he went scoreless, he went zero zero for five from the field, but he did have a team high 10 rebounds and four assists, which was impressive. Um, But I think a player that I don't hear many people talking about is uh, Denny Abdia from the Washington Wizards. He was the ninth pick um he scored fifteen points in his rookie debut for the Wizards. Um he finished with uh, six he, I think he went six for six. He had four rebounds, two assists in twenty four minutes. And he's been a pro since he was, I believe, sixteen years old. I think it was six, yeah, since I think it since he was yeah. sixteen years old it's yeah. overseas yeah. and uh, yeah. he yeah. yeah, and he um he he he's experienced some success and he's played with he's played with grown men for many years. So I think he's going to be that rookie that people are going to be like, oh, shoot, why didn't we give him more attention? And I think that, I think already people are seeing how good he is and all that. But he's he's a rookie that I'm very excited to see, um, this year especially.
0: So, there was a list that I never even knew existed. But apparently, it's the winners of the 2020 Year End Awards. So apparently sports, all, all of sports do some kind of awards. Um, the biggest one I thought was best fashion statement, the WNBA hoodie. Then there's also best, best hire, Jason Wright, pre- president of the, of the football team, sports business athlete of the year, Patrick Mahomes, best creative NFL, the next 100, and Nike, you can't stop us. Best deal is Steve Cohen by the Mets. Best reinvention, Las Vegas Raiders. Best sports city, Los Angeles. Best content, The Last Dance. Best esports content, NASCAR iRacing. Racing. Best pivot, sports in a bubble. Best community effort, sports venues as polling places. Best new brand, Seattle Kraken. And best facility debut, Globe Life Field. So, what's your thoughts on the best fashion statement as the WNBA hoodie?
1: You know, I think there was so much buzz. So, back when the WNBA season started this year, it started a little later due to COVID. And I remember on the first day of the season, everybody and just anybody was wearing that orange hoodie, from NBA players to executives. I saw so many people on Twitter supporting, and I know that the numbers actually were really, really good with how many sales they did. And to me, just to see all the love and support—I mean, even I think this past weekend, I believe there were—I think a few Colts players that were wearing the, the WNBA hoodie. And you know, to see that support is so awesome. And I always tell people that the WNBA is, in my opinion, the hardest league to play in in the world. And that's because there's only 144 spots. There's no development league. There's no G League like there is in the NBA, MLB, NHL. Like, we, there are women who were at the top of their games in college who do not make the final roster cut in the WNBA. And to me, that does not happen. That, that rarely happens in the NBA. That, like, doesn't happen. That's unheard of. So. I just think that to see so much support for the women, especially this year, is incredible. And I, I feel like every year there's more and more um, excitement for the season, which it makes me so happy to see that because I personally love the WNBA. I always have growing up. I remember being a little kid and wanting to be a WNBA player. And obviously I'm not one, but I get to cover the WNBA, which to me is one of my greatest prides, and I really enjoy the women's game. I mean, it's basketball, and they're so good. And anybody who knows basketball will tell you that the women's game
2: is so fun to watch because it is. Speaking of the women's game, gave me a great jumping off point. Um, obviously, when he was with us, the, the late great Kobe Bryant did everything he can with contributing to the women's game, and especially that if his daughter was, was still with us. She was on the verge of being a star and drawing so many eyeballs into the WNBA you'd have her rivaled with Sabrina Nuresco who is with the Liberty now. Um, unfortunately, because of the tragic accident of Coley Bryant earlier this year, how can the NBA try to help more with the WNBA? Because earlier when they were in the wobble. Their apartments were all the, the, the hotel. This thing was disgusting. It was awful. It was gross. But how can the NBA do more to draw attention to the WNBA?
1: Um, I think continue uh, to promote it and to continue to, to back it with money. At the end of the day, um, money is power. And I thought, you know, speaking, actually, this is a good a good time to bring up Kyrie. So. I don't know if you guys know this, but Kyrie donated – I forget how much money. I don't know if it was like $3.5 million. He donated a good amount of money, an impressive amount of money, to WNBA players who decided that they were going to sit out this season due to COVID and be with their families and stuff like that. So I feel like that's like yeah, I remember not enough. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, the more people support it, especially like the NBA and NBA players, um, I mean, the more eyes will continue to look at it. And I I do think, I don't think that women absolutely need the NBA and all these players to to continue to fight for them, but it helps. And it's appreciated to see that, you know, guys who who are some of the best players in the world are acknowledging the women for being the best in the world too. I think that that's a beautiful thing, and I feel like the more we come together, the better.
2: Yeah. 1.5 million dollars that Kyrie donated, by the way. One How much was it? 1.5. 1.5 okay. million of his paycheck that you would get you he to the woman that that um, opted out. So I just want yeah. just so you know. And that's
0: amazing. That's that that's good. Yeah. I think I think more should do that, and it's just. It's just sad, though, right? Because if those videos didn't get leaked out, you know the food looked like crap. The rooms looked like crap. It was dirty. It it basically like it was a hotel for 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 a crack house, right? And that's something the NBA players wouldn't wouldn't even have to see. No, no one would ever try to pull that on a LeBron James or a Kem Durant or anybody. They will they they will look one thing into that place and they get back on their plane and they go home. They they be like you know what screw you bubble we're done thanks again, and it's 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 horrible you know if if if, if, if also for me too if you put some of their all stars on one team like Tarasi and Stewart and Sue Bird and a couple of others, I'd put them against a lot of NBA starting fives. And they probably win. So it's just
1: you
0: know, you know, if you put them against like the Knicks, the Bulls, the Pistons, like the really bad NBA teams, they're they're probably going to win. And it's just you know, more more should be done. And it's sad that it's truly not because they've been around for over twenty years, you know, and it seems like not enough eyes are on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I know that this year the WNBA season the viewership was up a lot. So I think that that I think that there was a special amount of excitement this year, especially you know a lot of people were home and COVID. So I know that the NBA season and WNBA season were going on at the same time, so there was just a lot of basketball on, and I think that. More people than usual t- tuned in because of number one, COVID, and number two, because I just wanted the support, which I think is incredible. So I do think that the WNBA is only going to to get better and better with coverage and and everything that goes around with it.
0: And before we do, I'll tell be, Before we do rapid fire, um, we got to get this in here. Tell us about your path. How how did you get to ESPN? And, you know, how did you get your love of sports? And, you know, what made you pursue your career?
1: Yeah, so I um, studied international business in college. I don't have a journalism major or degree, rather. But my first job out of college was at ESPN on the business side. And I realized after, I think, like three years that I didn't enjoy what I was doing. I felt like I wasn't challenged, so... I remember talking to people around the company and introducing myself and getting to know them. And it just kind of clicked with me that I needed to bet on myself. I needed to try something else. So while I was you know, working my business job, I was writing for ESPN on the side. And I realized that I kind of enjoyed writing. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do something with this. So eventually I decided to, to leave my job to pursue... Um, just freelance gigs and all that and before I left I asked people at, at ESPN I said hey when I leave can I still pitch you guys ideas essentially can you guys still pay me when I leave and <laughs> they were just like yeah for sure so I've you know, kind of been doing work for them here and there since then I've written for them I've done on air work for them I've done some social work for them so I have a good relationship with them and They've been really awesome with me and have helped me along the way. And so, yeah, I mean, and now I, I do I do a lot of freelance work. I do work for FIBA. I was actually recently in the Dominican Republic for a FIBA qualifiers tournament. Um, so Dominican Republic was there, their, their national team. The national team for Canada did not come. U.S. Virgin Islands was there, and Cuba was there. So I got to be in this bubble for five days and experience, you know, what that was like, which was really different. And, um, you know, I just I just hustled a lot. It's, being a freelancer, you know, gig to gig, so it's, it's a lot of hard work, but it, it's rewarding. You know, t- t- the more you put in, the more you get out. I'm surprised Haiti wasn't there. Yeah, so basically there were three tournaments going on in in FIBA Americas. I know that there were other tournaments going on around the world for FIBA in, like, Europe and Asia and Africa, but for FIBA Americas there was one tournament in Argentina, one in the Dominican Republic, which is the one I was at, and one in the USA in Indiana, where, which is
2: where the USA team was playing. But gotcha. Mm-hmm, that's awesome. And now yeah. we're gonna end this with some rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. All righty. Um, what were your thoughts? What was your thoughts on the Liberty winning the draft lobby for the second straight year in a row?
1: Um, I thought I thought it was great. You know, I I think that there's a lot of upcoming talent, and it's kind of weird with um. The college season this year, I think every team is going
2: to have um, less time to scout. Um, so, who do you think is going to win the NBA draft lottery? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be somebody. <laughs> Let's just say Nick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, great, great, fantastic, wonderful. Um, um, do you think Russell Westbrook will do well in um, Washington? Yes, I do,
1: and I'm excited
2: to see him. What are your thoughts of the Cleveland Indians now no longer going to be called the Cleveland Indians anymore? It's
1: about damn plans.
2: What what name would you suggest for that new team to be called?
1: Man, I don't know. I
2: don't have any suggestions. They'll have to figure it out. They get paid top dollar for this. Cleveland Rocks. If they're not Cleveland Rocks, We deny riot. Two quick ones. Do you think Kevin Durant could win the MVP this year? Yes. And big question: In will Kevin Durant and Kyrie win a championship in Brooklyn? What was the question? Will Kevin Durant and Kyrie win a championship in Brooklyn? Ooh, that's a good one. This
1: year or at any time in the future?
2: At any time, as long as they're together. No. Happy, and I, can't, I can't believe it. I
1: said that. I can't believe I said that. But <laughs> I think it's going to be hard for them.
2: I, I appreciate it. I group I, I up. I don't think anything out here. They, they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve anything. Well, Gabby, I just want to say, first off, we I appreciate the work you do. Me and Nikki appreciate the work you do, and we are glad that you're out, that you take the time to come on here. And before we get you out of here, tell the people where they can find you. On all social on all social media platforms, to do your work. Awesome!
1: So you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I usually use Instagram and Twitter the most. And it's just my first and my last name, Grady G R E Y D Y D I A Z. So you can find me on on either either platform and just connect with me. I usually answer DMs.
2: Awesome, Grady. Well, again, we want women in sports. We love that. Continue to break barrier. Take names, kick ass, and thank you again for coming on.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Take care. No problem. You
0: too. So, Grady, thank you so much for coming on. That was fantastic conversation. Even though I can't believe you said the Knicks were going to get the first pick. I I don't think she believes that. I really don't think she believes that. I think she just wanted to pick an answer. And she couldn't think of something at the right time. And maybe she felt sorry for you. Because the Knicks have been a little, little cry for the past 20 years. Plus... Um, Other than that, it was fantastic. We hit on important issues. And right now, Baker Mayfield is playing like crap. If Lamar, you know, cannot use his legs, he's not good. He's confirming what I knew during the MVP season and what I knew before the MVP season. He's not a quarterback. He is a fraud, all right? All we need is Shaggy and Scooby to come take off that mask. Because Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. He is a really talented athletic halfback, you know, or, or a fullback or something. But he is not. You know, or maybe he's just a special team kicker turner, you know? But he is not. He is not a quarterback. Oh, oh, there you go. Maybe he's Devin Hester. Maybe it's Devin Hester, you know, masquerading himself as Lamar Jackson. Because he's fast. Devin, Devin Hester was a speedster, man. He was a speedster. You know, he had that great kick return touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Colts. So, you know, and I don't think Devin Hester could throw a lick. So, maybe Lamar Jackson is really Devin Hester.
2: Uh, well, if you're a Ravens fan, that's not what you want to hear. <laughs> that's not what you want to hear if you're a Ravens fan. And I know a couple of Ravens fans that are not going to be very happy if you, if you told them to that, you know, got to be careful. Ravens fans are sensitive, man. Are, are they likely? dumb? They could be. Could
0: be. Well, if they're dumb, I mean I don't know. They're 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 obviously not smart enough to where they could have picked another team, so you can't reason with dumb people. So if if you're if you're a dumb Ravens fan, I mean maybe you should just go back to college, kid. I mean, you you, you gotta be smarter, you know? I don't know.
2: I I, I don't think, listen, I don't think, honestly, for for some Ravens fans, I I don't think they're dumb. I think you guys are
0: intelligent people, and I don't, I'm not here for the slander. I don't slander you people. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. If you're a Ravens fan, are you really intelligent? So, I, I think they're dumb. And, you know, dumb, dumb Ravens fans... They're they're not great. I mean, one, they they choose to be Ravens, right? Ray Ray Lewis and Ed Reed are not walking through that door. You know, Ray Lewis is done, he's not dancing, he's not dancing on the field. And and that's a stupid dance to begin with. Um so but, but just just you know, and, and I'm not picking on all dumb people. There are there are a lot of dumb, dumb people out in this world. So you know, it's just unfortunate that there can be Ravens fans who make dumb decisions, man. They're just plain old dumb. They're dumb, dumb, and dumb. You know, if 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 there was a if there was a prequel to Dumb and Dumber and and Dumb and Dumberer, it'd be Dumb Dumb Raven, and it'd be head by the dumbest person that they could find in that group. I don't know how dumb he is. But he has to be pretty dumb, so I'm just saying. If you're a Ravens fan, you can't be smart. You have guys, to be dumb. Um, guys, we hear
2: the sports dudes don't don't think that Ravens fans are dumb or any specific people that Ravens fans are dumb. So anything that Nick just says, I will detach myself from that. Because I
0: think He's a liar. He agrees with me on every, every every point. When people laugh, every... it usually means they're telling the truth. So, let's go. He agrees with me. He's lying to y'all. He's agreeing with me.
2: No, 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 no. no. All, 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 serious. the Ravens fans. You are very smart people and you guys are a fantastic group of people and you guys got two championships. And you should be at A billion years
0: ago. A billion years ago where no one cares anymore. You know, I mean, that was that was a dumb championship. I mean, think about it, right? One of those championships was won because Beyonce was so good of a singer. She, she literally blew the lights out of the stadium. She blew it out. And they just barely won. They just barely won. They were up by 20 plus points. And they just barely won. So, okay, that's number one. And number two, okay, I mean, they they, they they beat a team who sucks. They killed the Giants. Killed them. Killed them. It wasn't even close. They had no business being in that
2: game. I mean, wait, 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 wait. wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. no, 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 no you need to tell me a team that was number that was the number one seed in the NFC that year who
0: basically You gotta let me finish my point. Wasn't wasn't that also the year where, where Ray Lewis possibly murdered somebody?
2: Yes, that was actually.
0: See, so why was a murderer allowed to play in that game? You know you know you know what I'm saying? That's how wrong this country is. So that's another reason why. The Rams are just dumb. We don't like dumb people out here in these streets. We don't like them. We don't like dumb people, okay? And 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 listen, a lot of, a lot of people can get to the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean you're good. All right. So when when you lose by twenty five plus points in the Super Bowl, you suck. You suck. You're horrible. You're not good. Okay. So. It's, it's it's an embarrassment. All I can all I can say is that Ravens fans, we, we don't think that about you. You guys lying. He's stars. lying. He agrees um, with me on every word. You, you, you guys are
2: stars. Um, obviously, obviously, right now, um, the 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 COVID vaccines are have been dispersed through all over the country. And when we lose the NFL, Roger Goodell says the NFL won't jump in line for COVID vaccine ahead of the Super Bowl. So what do you think of what Goodell just said? They
0: won't or they will?
2: They won't.
0: Um I mean that's that's the right thing right now if they can get and it doesn't affect other people from getting do it. Because I want to see the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something I want to see. Um, but if it affects... Regular people. If it affects frontline workers. Then... Don't. You know. That's... that That's why I stand on that.
2: That's why... That's why what I don't like is what the NHL said that they're going to vaccinate their players. Like, I feel like you're taken away from people that actually need it, and you're doing it more so so that you don't have positive cases in, in your league, which I get. But at the same time, too, though, like, there's no guarantees. No guarantees. No guarantees that that's going to work. Not one
0: word um hold on all right so the new york post yesterday put out an article and they're making fun of a woman lauren caitlin quay or Quay who's 23 who works for senior care ems as ambulance company serving hospitals in the city's 911 system so Due to this pandemic being tough. She did what a lot of females did. They made it an OnlyFans. She charges $11.99 a month. And we all know what OnlyFans is basically for, right? So it's just the way you can make some extra money and etc, etc. So the New York Post thought it was a good idea to make fun of her. And say, why is she doing that? But, she's doing it to make ends meet. It's a sidekick. And, someone's set up a... You know, basically a... A GoFundMe. And, the goal was $5,000. She ended up raising $10,000. But, the New York Post is just... Trash. For trying to make this woman feel bad about earning a living so New York Post shame on you and James just got back so maybe you heard the story already but the New York Post is trying to slam Lauren Kaling Kawhi for making OnlyFans during this pandemic because she's also a nurse and apparently You know, she's getting very underpaid. She's not making enough money. She's getting overworked. And she did this to make ends meet and to help put stuff on the table. Uh, So what's your thoughts on the New York Post putting this article to try to make her feel like shit? It's really disgusting, but I'm not surprised because the
2: New York Post has always been trash. And it's very... Very upsetting that that they have to resort to to this. um, They have to resort. They have to resort to that, and it's really annoying. Like she can make her own money. Why does somebody else have to um, have to be a, a douche and a asshole to her? And I think the people that do that should be ashamed of themselves because it's really. Really upsetting because you're doing it to make people feel bad, but she's upsetting. You should not do that at all. And I think that's very appalling that they had to do that and write an article because she can do whatever she wants. She if she, she's just doing it to make ends meet, like, come on man. People people have been struggling during this pandemic. And you wanna make people feel like complete dopes because she's just doing what she can. To try to to try to survive, you're a jerk, and the New York Post, you should be ashamed of yourself because you have no journalistic integrity, and the fact that you guys are just doing this, it's really really upsetting, and it's really sad. Yeah,
0: it's it's definitely not what you want. Um, overall, tonight was a good pod. Uh, we have more podcasts the rest of the week. What uh, Christmas movie did you watch? today? It was
2: supposed to be your turn.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> I did watch two movies. I don't think they're really you know they're they're not they're not Christmas movies. But uh, I just watched Toy Story and Toy Story Two. You know, haven't haven't seen those two movies really in a while. Um and yeah.
2: I know what? I, I like I like those movies. Those those are really, really cool and that's how we're gonna end the show and I can't wait for more um guests that we're gonna have and don't forget we have a giveaway. Pay attention guys, A giveaway free stuff. It's twenty twenty, it's been a terrible year. Why not? Give, give away. away? The Spunk, man. Oh my god. Exactly, man. You gotta pay attention. You have to pay attention. And before we get out of here, um, Ravens up fourteen seven over the Browns, so there's that. If you're a Ravens fan, you should be very happy. So there's that.
0: And and just because you missed this part, um, someone made her a GoFundMe. The goal was five thousand dollars and they obliterated that. The last time I saw it it was like ten thousand dollars. So
2: that is pretty cool. So I'm glad to, I'm glad that there are good people out there, man. We need we need good people out there, bro. We really, really need it. And that's how we're gonna end it. Enjoy the rest of the night. Enjoy football and yeah be a star don't be the new york post don't be don't be jerks
1: be smart not dumb